This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards, registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor in-play betting. Watch the action, predict the action and make your best bet with the latest odds on over 1,000 daily events. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. We're going to build a train so big, it can't be stopped. From the executive producers of Power. We got enemies eyeing us. Cops clocking us. Comes the new season of Power Book 4, Force. Tommy Egan is the linchpin to breaking down all of these gangs. Egan's too dangerous to be left alive. Power Book 4, Force. Game over. Premieres Friday, September 1st, only on Stars and the Stars app. Turfcast podcast pre-game show with me, Joe Redmond. Of course, it's Newcastle up next at St. James's Park on Saturday, which is tomorrow at the time of recording this. Um, but it's going out pretty late because it's been a very, very tight turnaround. So you'll probably be listening to this on Saturday, which is the day of the game. Massive game, very, very nervous. I don't normally get nervous, apart from when you know you sat there and the game's about to start or whatever. Sometimes I do if it's a big game. Um, but I'm nervous already for this one, and I've been all day. Um, I've been at work, as you can see. That's how, how quickly and dedicated I am, by the way. If you watch it on YouTube, you can see my lan- lanyard. Obviously, the Wolves game was on Wednesday, so we've had Thursday and Friday, and then the Newcastle game on Saturday. I've been working both of them days, so I've not been able to do anything. So I've got in from work tonight, Friday night. I've just warmed my tea up, come straight upstairs to office, and I've downloaded the uh, answers to the questions that I've sent um, from the Newcastle fan, but we'll get into that. Um... 
and yeah, um, it's it's just I've just had to get it done. Like I said, I'm gonna try and get it done all the time, so that's exactly what I've done. So dedication to it this time, and hopefully, um, you know, you appreciate all that. If you are watching on YouTube, please smash that like button. If you're not subscribed yet, please subscribe. The numbers have been quite low since we come back, so hopefully, if you smash that like button, show a bit of love then, of course, that will help the algorithm. But, yeah, uh, Newcastle this weekend. Do I think we can beat them? Yeah, I think, I think they're there for the taking, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I, I don't really rate Eddie Howe too much, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I think he's, he can't organise the defence to save his life. I think, the, obviously, the, the opposite side effect of that is because he does play forward football. Um, and then he's going to leave gaps at the back. So I'm hoping that plays into Corny's hands um, and Dwight's hands uh, and the full-back's hands so we can get forward and get some crosses in. Um, and things like that, so fingers crossed. But we know what Newcastle did to us last season. You know they can they can beat us. Um, ASM can be a thorn in our side. So I do think they're there for the taking. But I also think it can go either way. To be honest with you, um, I am going to predict a Burnley win. Though I'm going to say two one to the Clarets. I was going to nearly said two nil. I nearly said two nil. Uh, but the defence has been pretty shocking um, so far this season. Apart from the Wolves game, actually, we played very very well. But Collins was in. Tarkis probably going to come back. Is that the right decision? Yeah, to be honest, I think it is. Um, but yeah, nervous for this one. Big game. We need to win it. Um, anyway, like I said, I've got a Newcastle fan on the show, um, and he's coming up in just a second. Um, but if you haven't already, please smash that like button. Please subscribe if you're listening on the podcast as well. Get in touch with your predictions. Let me know what your prediction is for this game. And if you're watching on the YouTube channel, please put your predictions in the comments below. Anyway, now it's time for the Newcastle fan to get all the law down on this weekend's opponents. <laughs> Thoughts on the Newcastle season so far, I think it's been a very, I'd say, disappointing, very disappointing start. 14 games in, and won a, a game just yet. It all just boils down to Mike Ashley and Steve Rose's running of the club over the past 17 years combined, 15 years with Mike Ashley, two years with uh, Steve Rose's manager. So, and it hasn't really gone well. Steve Bruce has rode his luck in the time he's been at the club. And this season, really, it's it's run out. Uh, last season, he only had two wins in 22 games. You expect him to be sacked, and he wasn't. It's kind of as he's made, in a sense. And he didn't, didn't want to sack him. And towards the end, given this rolling contract, so he, he would remain after every season. So he, we never had a chance to get rid of him. If we didn't have a takeover, so it's this season. It's all about survival. We haven't played very well until Eddie Howe's come in. We haven't looked fit in games. We've won chain three three days a week out of a possible five, and that's not the levels of a Premier League football club. Say Bruce was well known for having two days off in training, two days in a row. Then the players would come in three days a week and when it come to game time, Newcastle would be so unfit he couldn't match the opposition. So, but since Eddie Howe's come in, it's been a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I think with Newcastle's battle against the drop, it's always going to be difficult. I mean, till Eddie Howe gets his... Settled team, what sort of formation he prefers. I know he's an attack-minded coach. So it's... You just hope we can get ourselves out. There's still plenty of games to go. I'm still hopeful that we'll get out of it. 
because I mean January's to come with our newfound wealth. So I think that might just save us in the end. I'm not really interested in cup competitions, FA Cup, not really. I'm just focusing on finishing 17th in the league. So, so we stay in the league and we can really start the big rebuild that we need at the club. That have been neglected so much over Mike Ashley's tenure. And with the new owners, uh, PCP, PAF, Ruben Brothers, such a great consortium to have taken over the club interaction with fans is what we've always clamoured for. What do you in doing what are you doing inside the club informing the fans? They even said in the opening statement that they're just the custodians of the club. It it always will belong to the fans and that's so it's so refreshing to say is Mike Ashley just left the club to rot. There were certain aspects of the stadium that were that fell into disrepair with signs ripped down, TVs that were too small for the concourses where fans gathered before games. Really dead pigeons in the Gallagher end that had been there about five years, hadn't been removed. Windows were dirty. The whole aspect of the stadium was just fell into disrepair. And since the new ownerships come in, they really tried to get the set, get the club back from back from the brink in a sense. By even just cleaning the windows, I think. <laughs> The aspect of Newcastle fans, we, we demand too much. Well, we were just happy to say the windows clean at St. James's. That's that's our aspects. We don't set our, our sights too high on that sin, in that sort of respect. But yeah, it's um, it's like I said, it's all refreshing to say, and you uh, owners that actually care. I mean, yes, you have the human rights issues with the Saudi ownership, but that's always going to come. I mean, we've had numerous run-ins with different organisations saying it's bad for football, it's sports washing, it's, it's this, it's that, the other. Well, we the fans don't, we're not the politicians and all of this. We seem to get caught in the middle and we seem to say, well, if you for this takeover, you promote sport washing, you promote the human rights record that you, you have. We don't do that. We just go to the ground every single week, support this team. 52,000 for a team bottom of the league is something unheard of. As you, That's the most loyalist fan base in the country. In terms of size, fan base, it just like a support no other. So yeah, about Eddie, how I feel about Eddie Howe's manager, I think he's, like you say, he's been absolute breath of fresh air at the club, in his time at the club. He's only been there for about three weeks and he's, he really got the grips with the squad. I mean, his first the day after, his uh, appointment as manager on the 8th of November, he was in 6.45 in the morning at the training ground with his team to get started straight away, get players out on the pitch, get them going through the rigorous trend regime he does. And there was footage on the social Newcastle United social media accounts showcasing different pitches ready how pointing 
he pointing different areas he wanted the players to be in, bringing players over to him to have a little word with him. Mind you, John Joe Shelby, he was notoriously lazy under Steve Bruce. He didn't put a a thousand percent into a game or to training, and he just he was still getting picked when he was fit. But in this, he was stood holding on to the dummies, the the dummies that used free kicks. He was stood holding on to one of them, holding on, anything he could lean up against. He did because he was he was that tired, and there was pitches going round to Cal Dallow. He's not even supposed to be involved in that sort of rigorous training. You could say he's really panting. In an interview with John Joe Shelby just last week, saying he, was, he had to be in bed for 8 o'clock every night because the training regime was so intense. And it was for that, for that to get. It was for 10 days on the international break, the last international break. Eddie had them in 10 days. No days off. He had a train session on, on a Saturday morning at St James just to really get a feel for the stadium, how how, how it feels. Uh, we've worked with Joe Linton. Is been a he's really improved his game, Joe Linton. He's obviously he's Eddie Howe's took him under his wing in a sense, and he's showed him what what he should be doing. Joe's obviously taken that on board. And ever since then, he's been magnificent in games he played in. Well, I've always given Joe Linton a stick, but I can't. When he's playing so well, I mean, the Brentford game, he was magnificent. He was holding the ball up. He's he's putting plays through. He's doing nifty bits of skill, and he's, he's, he's going in the end, just towards the end where he could have won it for Newcastle. He just slipped at the vital, vital moment. I can't. Grumbled that he was it was great that day and the Norwich game on Tuesday night. He was magnificent again, putting his body in where he hurt, even down to ten men, he still carried on and even Shelby also he's like a new player. So there's a lot of positive as aspects since Eddie Howe's come in and I'm really pleased with him to hope we can buy well in January and Obviously, try and get out of this mess we're in. Start with three points against Burnley on Saturday. There's no the only current injury is uh, Paul Dumadu has been out since the Rotherham pre-season game. Uh, he's got a really niggly calf injury that seems to be keeping him out constantly, and uh, he doesn't. He's not. He's not close to return any time soon. Even though he's, he penciled in December's uh, return date to the squad, so he, out of the squad that's available, there's a fully fit squad available. But uh, Paul Dummett's the only absent out of that. With uh, Jamal Lascelles and Matt Ritchie returned from a one-match suspension from the from yellow cards against Arsenal, so they'll be put back in the squad. For the game uh, tomorrow. Well, Eddie Howe has done remarkable things uh, than stay Bruce. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's got the training regime up. He had them in doing bleep tests on the, on the players in his first couple of days as manager. Uh, he was 
like you say, he likes to attack teams. But he is attack man and manager, and that's all we've asked for. To be a bit more attack and a bit more ambitious going forward than we have been. It, you see, um, Encourage was on the touchline on Tuesday night. That was probably his first home game as he had COVID for the Brentford game. But still, he was watching that game from his hotel room and he, he liked a lot of what he saw. The pressing, I've never seen us press so much. Alison Maximan it, against Brentford really closed Brentford's back line down. Wilson did and Joe Linton did on the other side, kind of like a 3 4 3 formation to really close close the Brentford back line down. And Alison Maximan is, yes, he's a flair player, but sometimes he, he has to do that sort of um, thing into his game. I know Newcastle fans adore him for what he can do on the ball, but I think he has to bring that into his game a little bit more to to help out in track back and probably pass the ball more. Not try and take three, four on, try and get us up the pitch. That's that's just the kind of player he is. But yeah, a lot, a lot of positives Eddie Howe, and um, I was well chuffed with him when he was appointed. I think he's a, he was the right man for the for the job, and he's taken a lot of time out of the game over the year, but he hasn't. To, he hasn't just sat at home, felt sorry for himself. He's been out. He's been learning off top coaches like Klopp, Guardiola, Simeone, Atletico Madrid. He's he's really like trying to hone, hone in on his managerial skills to improve even better. And that's all we can ask for, really. I think Newcastle reported game as much as uh, he did against Norwich till he went down to 10 men. That I feel if Newcastle had went down to kept eleven players on the pitch, Newcastle would have easily beat Norwich. Norwich, that's that just my opinion. But I reckon he would have. It was, yeah. With going down to ten men, you have to be very careful not to obviously concede a goal. You have to concede a lot of possession to try and just keep yourself in the game, and Newcastle did that. So it was a. I would like to say probably was, when Fernandez came on, he was magnificent alongside Fabian Cher. He was he was great also, apart from a little blip at the end. But the team I'd like to say is obviously Dubravka, Mankeo played played well. Fabian Cher, Fernandez, uh, Jamal Lewis who also played well. He's come came back in for Matt Ritchie. So I think it, it, I hope he keeps his. Uh, Starting spot as he was good. After not playing for a while, he played very well. Obviously, John Joe Shelby, Brian Fraser, Joe Willock, and Alan St. Maximan, and uh, Callum Wilson, and uh, Joe Litton. I would put up top like a 4 4 2 formation. I know even though Joe Linton's not a striker, but they probably in interchange positions with Sam Maximan and Fraser, just interchanging inside of the team. So yeah, I'm very. I'm just hoping we can get that first first win of the season. It's it's come pretty desperate now. Against a team like Burnley, who really have only won one game themselves in in fourteen, so they're not much better than what Newcastle are at the moment. 
Newcastle have to approach the game to go all out for the win. We would have done that against United, but it, it didn't come off. We had to sit back and try and hold on. Did take the lead, but it's always going to be very hard to keep a lead once you're down to 10 men. You're working really hard to keep the opposition out of it. So let's hope it's a, it's a positive result for Newcastle. My score prediction, I'm going to say 2-1 to Newcastle. So I hope you like that, Joe. Thank you. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.